0: I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather puppet chair in my living room, reading some of your Christmas story emails, and it's beginning to make me feel a little bit like one of those department store Santas who keeps saying, Ho, 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 little girl. Here's one um, from proud podcast participant Ellen F. And part of the note says, I live in Manhattan, and watching the magic of Christmas unfold is about my favorite thing. I especially love taking my children to see and enjoy the Rock Center Christmas tree. End quote. That note twanged a memory nerve in me because i worked at nbc radio for years and every christmas season i walked right under that tree to the station which is in the rca building which is right next to the tree and some nights my lady wonder wench came to the station with me now my lady and i are louie louie generation folks i mean you know we've been around for a while but i have to tell you that walking under that tree it was always like walking into some kind of a, a magic forest where, you know, a little furry squirrel grabs a peanut and he looks up and, and he sounds like a chipmunk named Alvin and he wishes you a Merry Christmas. And uh, a tough New York pigeon sings a song about a one-horse open sleigh with a very noticeable New York accent. I loved watching my lady turn into a lovely little girl again walking under that tree. Little girl who's hoping that Santa will bring her a Raggedy Ann doll, but is kind of afraid that he won't. My cousin Damien is a priest. He's stationed at St. Patrick's Cathedral, which is right across the street from the rock center tree. Father Damien is obviously a very religious guy, but around this time of year, I always like to remind him of the year that he got a Lionel train for Christmas. Now, my train set was bigger than his but his had some track switches, and mine didn't. And I have uh, recently confessed to Father Damien that I I kind of envied his switches all those years ago because they came with some extra buttons on the transformer, and the buttons lit up. I've always liked pushing buttons and watching things light up. I think that's the best thing about my car. It's got a button on the keychain, and you push the button, and the lights turn on. I love that. But I never really wanted to swap my train set for Damien's because my train set was bigger than his and it had a tunnel that my grandfather made for me and his didn't. He also didn't have my grandfather. <laughs> my grandfather was, my grandfather was a jolly old elf and his grandfather was a lawyer. You know, it's, it's kind of funny because every year we talk about our train sets. My train set was better than your train set. <laughs> And for a little while, we are two little kids again, two little gray-haired kids. Christmas is a celebration of Christ's birthday, of course, but you know, it's it's really about a lot more than that. I think there's good reason why Jingle Bells is the number one song on the radio these days. Jingle Bells is a song about people caring about each other and having fun together. There's a whole chapter about jingle bells and Christmas in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot. That's obviously a plug for the book, which is available at Amazon.com. But you know, it's it's really more than that. I really care about Christmas, and I think I think most of you do too. And that's why I'd appreciate it if you take a couple of minutes to send me an email, tell me how you feel about Christmas. My email address is dick at DickSummer.com. I'll be posting lots of your notes on the blog at DickSummer.com. doesn't need to be a big, complicated note, you know. Just make it real. Make it honest. Like Christmas. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Do you know what you call a group of chess fanatics bragging about their games in a hotel lobby, huh? Of course you don't, so I'll tell you in a minute. In Georgia, the word Christmas means whiskey, as in poor little Christmas in that eggnog, darlin'. Why does darlin' sound so deliciously sleazy to me? You know, some guys get good results with the ladies when they say darlin'. I just couldn't make that work. And I can't say baby either. That just doesn't work for me. Oh, well, if you are a CB radio person, you don't want to get a Christmas card because Christmas card is a code name for a speeding ticket. So, all right, what do you call a group of chess fanatics bragging about their game in a hotel lobby? You call them chess nuts boasting by an open foyer, of course. Don't hit me with that. You know what an angel says when he meets you? Why, he looks you right in the eye, and he says, Hello. <laughs> Dicks the They take your mind off your mind. In my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of a Louie Louie generation, always says, quote, If you still have any moving parts left, for heaven's sakes move them end quote. Now, Christmas isn't all about singing fa la 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 In fact, you might want to be careful about singing fa la 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 in some neighborhoods, especially while you are wearing your gay attire. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes when you look back at Christmas's past, you see something a whole lot more than train sets, because there are ghosts in most of our Christmas's past. Memories of times when Well, maybe you should have moved your moving parts, and you didn't. Once upon a time there was a sometimes land, where the rain was soft and the sun was gentle, and the summer birds were yellow and blue, and hearts were warm and smiles were tender, and friends were always true. It was Prince Fantasy's land, a magic place, where you could go to close your eyes and watch for your name in lights and listen for the crowd as it cheers you on and feel and smell the hot breath of someone beautiful on your naked skin. You could taste soft, wet lips all night long. Long live Prince Fantasy. Blessings on his lovely land. I met you in his castle in the park. I was just passing through... I thought. Your hair was long and soft dark brown then and you walked with a high-heeled, head-tossing, easy-smiling self-confidence. You had your own apartment and your first new car and a good start on a promising career and a doll that you'd had since you were just a little girl. You let me touch the tender, empty place inside you that needed to be filled. You sucked my kisses in and nursed away my needs. And the rain was soft and the sun was gentle and the summer birds were yellow and blue and our hearts were warm and our smiles were tender and we promised that we'd be true. I didn't expect to meet you there. I thought I was just passing through. I really didn't have time for love. I was hard at work selling chunks of my heart and fragments of my dreams and the last few ounces of my self-respect to Lady success. It was just one lovely summer and one amazing early autumn long ago. It shouldn't matter anymore. Your long dark brown hair would have silver streaks now. Do you still need your doll? Has your apartment become a house on the hill full of love and warmth and truth? Or did you and I make the same mistake? Did you lose half your heart because you were afraid to give it all away? Do you still have an empty place inside that needs to be filled? It took me all this time to find out that I do. It's a place full of loneliness and joy and magic and fear. And I can feel them all every time I wonder if you still go for walks in Prince Fantasy's Magic Park. With your high heels and your easy smile. Your little girl doll. Tossing your soft, silver-streaked hair. Or has it been too late, too long since we were fantasy's children? Closing our eyes and watching our names and lights. Listening for the cheers. Feeling hot breath on our lovely, naked skin. And tasting soft, wet lips all night long. Would you care? that I finally learned that the fantasy was real. When the rain was soft and the sun was gentle and the summer birds were bright yellow and blue and our hearts were warm and our smiles were tender and now I know the magic was always you. There was a Christmas a long time ago when there was this giant empty space inside me that desperately needed to be filled. I took a chance. I took one more walk in Prince Fantasy's Park and she was there. She was waiting. I was amazed. I thought sure she'd be gone. But she took a chance too, waiting all that time to fill that empty space that needed to be filled. She did it with a Christmas kiss. The Prince of Fantasy is from the Bedtime Stories personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to dicksommer.com Check out the Bedtime Stories icon on the home page. The rock setter tree is a tradition that got started in 1931. was at the height of the Great Depression, Rockefeller Center was part of the effort to get people back to work. So, on Christmas Eve, 1931, the guys who were lucky enough to have the job of building Rock Center celebrated by putting up a little Charlie Brown kind of tree and decorating it. And New Yorkers never looked back. And they'll never stop looking up to the star on the top, either. And I'll never forget walking hand in hand with my lady under that tree and, and watching her turn back into that little girl who was hoping that Santa might bring her a Raggedy Ann doll, was kind of afraid that he wouldn't because she really knew that he couldn't. But you know what? He did. It took some help from the Salvation Army all those years ago, but Santa came through. And that same Raggedy Ann doll will be smiling up from under our tree again this year. One more time.